ever want to start a multi-step project and you get so overwhelmed by the sheer enormity of it and rather than move forward, you spiral into this hopeless darkness, this deeper depression because you just can't see how you'll ever be able to achieve anything of any kind of magnitude? Anyone? Is that just, is that just me? Well, then today you get to listen to me talk to myself about how to fix myself. All right, let's go. are listening to ADHD Big Brother, the podcast for adults struggling with their ADHD symptoms. Why? I'm your host, creator of the Nudge Program, author of Descending to the Top. My name, Russ Jones. Nice to meet you. Guys, we are going to learn about some stuff. We're going to laugh about some stuff. And ladies and gentlemen, here is some stuff. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Oh my God, I love talking to you guys. Welcome. It's good to see you or hear you. Or I guess not even hear you. I just, it's good to kind of think that maybe you're there. All right. I'll tell you though, today's topic, it's timely for me. And so when things uh, like this are fresh, when they're ripe for the pickings, it's perfect to talk about because it's all right there on the tippy top of my tongue. So to start, I want to take this all to the beginning. And uh, I guess it goes back to like your the, the, my core purpose. I know what my purpose is. I've done that homework. I've meditated on it. I've spent years trying to figure it out. And ultimately, it uh, it was this book that my girlfriend had mentioned to me, uh, Careergasm. And I had gone through the book. I'd done the work. And uh, I found my – I was able to hone in, let's say, hone in on my, my purpose. And that is at its core to serve people. When I'm helping someone else, that just gives me juice. So here we are. I mean, this is perfect for me. It's a perfect fit. Uh, I also, I got into comedy early on because making a person laugh, there's something about that, right? That you're startling somebody out of some kind of suffering or you just, you're bringing joy to them. It's like you're shocking joy into them. And there's something beautiful about that to me. I also, uh, in touching upon purpose, I... Back when my kids were potty training age, I wrote a potty training book because I was so sick of all the 200-page books on how to teach your kid how to crap in a toilet. What was that all about? And they're all biased. Like they make you feel like if you're doing it wrong, it's if you're not doing it that way, you're you're ruining your child. Like they're they're never going to be able to poop right ever again. And I was so. My answer to that was I would read all of the potty training books. I would yell and scream my way through them all and ultimately write a book, the book that I thought I wanted to read. And so uh, actually, if you guys wanted to see that, that's I, I have the digital version still online. It's called Potty Training Doesn't Have to Stink. I think you can still find it out there. You know what I'm noticing as I'm recording this is it feels like the audio's blown out. Let me just... I'm going to lower the gain on this and hopefully that changes things. We shall see. We shall see. Now this is this potty training stuff is not necessarily relevant to you guys except to share my purpose and to show how that kind of brings us to where we're at today with the ADHD big brother. Right? So I want to help people who have ADHD and depression who are stuck, who need to get help uh, getting started, moving forward, knowing what to do, how to choose what to do, how to find the motivation when there is none. And in order to do that with any kind of success, I have to do a lot of things. 
a lot of times, and there are so many goddamn components to it. Now, the easy answer here is, okay, we'll just buy it, right? Buy a business coach, buy expensive software, buy a website designer. But but what if I don't have $20,000? Well, what then you ask? Well, then you do it yourself. And so that means that I have to deal with the finances, the web design, the software, the marketing. It's a matter of knowing what to do. There's so much to choose from and it's all seemingly important. How do I keep my head wrapped around it? There's only, you know, there's only so many hours in a day. So every time now that I work on ADHD Big Brother, I have to restart that engine. You know, like, okay, what am I going to do? What should I be doing? Where am I with that, at with everything? How's everything? How's the website going? Do you guys have stuff like that that you're working on where there's so many parts to it that takes you forever to revisit, wrap your head around the whole thing every time you try to work on it? And though the thing about our brains is that we don't hold things in our head. Right? We don't get to access that at any time. You know, in order for us to succeed at these things, we have to do all this prep work in advance, which is fine. I've got no trouble making up a list of things that have to be done, but we have to create a path for ourselves or an idea of a path, a kind of path. We need a path to start traveling. This isn't going to be an episode on perfection. We well, we can work on that one later. This episode, we're looking at what does it take to get started, to get moving on a multi-step mega project. Yeah, I added mega because as I'm listening to this talk of ADHD Big Brother, this feels pretty mega. What is this path? Creating a path means bringing things down to their smallest components to getting started. And I do that visually with a mind map type deal. I draw my own pen and paper. I currently have three main focuses for ADHD Big Brother at the moment. They are the podcast. Hey, how you doing? We're here right now. Uh, there's Instagram and that one. You could find me there if uh, if you want ADHDBigBrother.podcast. That's the username. And then there's the Nudge program. And I'm currently building that into a course format to uh, appeal to those of you that need affordability. That's, uh, that's a big component to me. Not all of us have $5,000 to break through, get our lives in order. So that's another component that I'm building. Well, all right, let's switch this up so that it's not all about me. Uh, <laughs> even though I love talking about myself, uh, let's make this about you guys. Let's apply this to something that maybe you might be working on or something that you could relate to more. Um, let's say the multi-step project is uh, cleaning your entire house, not just vacuuming. We're t- it's, this is the overwhelming one though, because the whole place is a goddamn nightmare. Everything is messy. But you've determined that you're going to crush it. You're not just going to clean. You're going to deep clean. This is an entire mega project. Um, you're going to deep clean the oven, the fridge, pantries, clean out the inside, the bottom of drawers, cupboards. It's huge. To pull out of the overwhelm of that, we have to get it out of our head. So my suggestion here would be if it's cleaning the whole house, maybe you break it down room by room. This is the process of de-overwhelming ourselves. We're unburdening the brain. We're getting it external where we can see it. So if it's the kitchen, we've got organized cupboards, clean the cupboards, deep clean the oven, deep clean the fridge, empty out the freezer, on and on and on, all the big stuff. And each of these items, it's going to take some time, right? So it absolutely makes sense that if we hold them in our minds, that we would go insane and most likely paralyze ourselves. Because how? How do we? It's impossible. 
it would constantly be swirling in our heads of what's next. Well, what do we got to do next? Well, there's that thing over there. Well, that thing over there. Don't forget to do that one, that one. We're constantly taking inventory of what needs to be done. So if you finish this list, right, then you can activate the mega project, cleaning the entire house and begin the process of chipping away at it as in any other mega project. There's no such thing as I'm going to finish the project this afternoon, right? This is a mega project. It's, it's not, it's not a big project. It's a mega, it's a mega freaking project. And because you wrote it down, you can forget about it. Now you have an externalized reference. You got one hour in your day. Look at your list, pick one thing, set a timer, go after it, cleaning the cupboards, bing, bam, awesome, great. Timer goes off, you quit. You know, I'll start with one cupboard and just work on it until the timer goes off. Timer goes off. You've got this momentum going. If you do, you keep going. But here's the suggestion I make is that if you've got the momentum to keep going past the timer, set another timer. Because it's it's my belief that we do our best when we're contained within a time frame rather than going till quote unquote whenever. Going until whenever, that can lead to burnout. So like you're so spent that you've got nothing in the tank for anything else. And it's hard to come back to this later if you've been burnt out because the juice is gone. And I feel like sometimes when we burn out on something, we we now attach the burnout. We now attach this negative feeling to the task. So now it's even harder to start the task because we've attached a negative feeling to it. Do you guys feel that way ever? We can avoid that if we just take breaks. Keeping things in the container of a set amount of time. The case in point, when I write these episodes, I go 45 minute chunks. I'll set a timer, and when the timer goes off, I quit, and I do 15 minutes of something else. I set a timer for 15 minutes, and I get up, and I walk around, or I clean. I often will find myself cleaning because I really hate cleaning, and it's something to do, and I you can clean a lot in 15 minutes. It's surprising. So back to the mega project. Imagine if you didn't have this room-by-room list, right, and you were just holding it in your head. On Saturday, you wanted to clean the entire house. We're going after it. Yeah, the sheer amount of items that you would cycle in your head that you would ha- you want to remember, it would obviously feel overwhelming because, you know, you're trying to hold it in your head. And then when the weekend is over, you know, maybe we did a bunch of stuff. We didn't finish it all, but it's not all done. So now rather than than seeing a lot of items that were knocked off this mega list, all we know is I didn't finish I didn't do the thing I wanted to do. So now there's a little bit of a letdown in that. And when the next weekend rolls around, this process has to start all over again. There's no list. The process has to begin from scratch because we have ADHD. We don't remember it. So now we have to, it's like restarting an engine from scratch. All those things. Where do we start? What are we doing in each room? Oh God, it's, ugh, it's awful. So now having it all external allows us to jump right back in wherever we were at, and we get the the glory of seeing items slowly being ticked off of a list. That There's a joy to that. There's a peacefulness to not having to remember. Ah, I likes. Another suggestion that I really like is that if you're putting all these things down on paper, make sure they all have easy points of entry. And that what that means is that the, that initial small movement physical movement that begins the task, it's easy and effortless, right? So cleaning out the cupboards, that might be easy because the entry point is, okay, we'll pull everything out of the cupboards. 
that's that initial thing that gets it started. That's pretty easy to do. But what if it was deep clean the oven? Well, for me, that's basically I would set my 45-minute timer. And the easiest point of entry for me is Google, how do I deep clean an oven? Bam. And then then there we go. Now we get started. And now I would have the ability to know what even goes on that list because I don't know how... I'm admitting something. I'm admitting that I don't know how to deep clean an oven to you guys, okay? I'm I'm feeling very vulnerable right now. <laughs> Hold me. By having this external list, that is visual and it can be referenced at any time. It frees the mind up. Now you've given yourself permission to forget everything. And that's really huge and it's how we work with ourselves. You know, you don't need to hold it in your mind because it's all right there. And then the next time you have free time and you're going to work on that project of cleaning the house, you've got your list. You know, I'll dust for 20 minutes. Okay. I'll clean out the drawers in the bathroom for 45 minutes, whatever's on the list. And you just chip away. And eventually the project becomes complete. Eventually there's an end. This is the part where we would talk about rewards then, right? The project is done. What do I get? <laughs> what do I get for it? All right. I did this whole big thing. What you going to give me back? I don't personally respond to rewards like that, but if you do, this would be the ideal time to buy yourself that thing, to go to that place that you love, do the thing, do the bigger thing. For me, I'm more of a moment-to-moment kind of person. I want my reward right now. I'm not going to wait a month for my gosh darn reward. So my reward is built into the, the timer. My reward is that I get to quit when the timer goes off, especially if it's a task I don't like. I am like a factory worker. When the whistle blows, my gloves are off. I'm done. I'm walking away. And that to me feels good. And there's a joy. There's a joy in quitting. (laughs) I'm going to say it. I enjoy quitting. All right, guys, I hope that helps. Let's just summarize real quick because I rambled on quite a bit there, didn't I? You got to make a project, externalize it. Break it down as much as you can externally. I prefer paper and pen. You do whatever you do. That's what I do. You do what you do. You do you. You take care of yourself. I'll do my own way. You do your own way. Then you set a timer and you work on one item at a time. The funny thing is, you probably already know all that. You're like, yeah, dude, I get it. Make a list. So if it's a matter of knowing it and not doing it, then consider how accountability might help. You can externalize accountability through friends, family members, coworkers, get somebody on board. That is a brilliant way to, to, to have accountability. We have to externalize it. If you need help, you want to outsource it, that's what the Nudge program is. That's what I'm here for. You can always reach out, go to ADHDbigbrother.com, go to the website. I'm here for you. And with that, before you guys go, could you please take a minute, uh, do me a favor, and if you enjoy the podcast, if you're getting something out of it, please leave a review on iTunes or rate the show on Spotify. This helps the podcast to grow. Uh, My goal is if you go to iTunes and you search ADHD, that my podcast would show up in like the, I don't know, the top 10 or top 20. Um, And getting ratings and reviews, that's how you build up to that. So that's my goal. And I would love uh, if you guys would help me with that. Um, also if you guys have any questions or concerns or comments or anything you want to reach out, don't hesitate. I am always here for you. I love hearing from you guys. Uh, keep those emails coming. You can, uh, email me at Russ at ADHDbigbrother.com or you can contact me through the website and above all else, have yourselves a phenomenal week. I hope it's a great one and I will talk to you later. Later.